This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling! I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. The Angle on a pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. McMahon and the family, the rock, they screwed us all. Now you're the editor, right? Yes, I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. You want to laugh, Russo? Welcome, welcome, everybody, to Master Shoot Theater. I am Vince Russo. Shit, we don't have to review Raw. We don't have to do Raw. Oh, yes, yes. No, no, raw, no, no Raw, no Raw. I'm right past Raw. I am right past Raw. Even though, bro, believe it or not, I am going to have some positive things to say today. And we're, oh, we're going to get into that. I'm here with the great Fadala. Face slap Ben Hameen and the great right here, right now, Stevie Richards. I want to shout out, bro. I'm wearing my throwback uh Dr. J. I like that. New York. Next, bro, you know who gave me this? Uh Homicide. Homicide really? gave nice. me this at TNA many, many, many years ago. Dr. J, of course, was my idol growing up. Now, guys, I told you I was gonna have a treat for you at the top of the show. Um, we all, oh wait, I gotta wait for the music to end because we all enjoy our roadcasters. Yeah. And I have a brand new clip, uh, especially for the two of you that will open up the show, set the tone for the show, if you will. Uh, the first one to identify who this is and, 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 Stevie, I gotta be honest, uh, Ben is going to have the home field advantage here. Okay. The first one to identify who this is is going to win a Tootsie Roll. And I, I will send it to you myself, pack it up, send it out there, whether it's to Florida or New York, wherever it needs to go. You have to name uh, who this is. Are you ready, Ben? Yeah. Hands on the buzzer. I'm ready. Got, uh, is your hand on the buzzer, Steve? Okay, here we go. I don't right, here we go. <laughs> right, bro, yeah. Uh, okay, do me a favor because I don't want to interrupt the clip. Yeah. So let the clip play. But if you know during the clip, ju- just raise your hand first, and I'm going to let the – because the, the clip's got to be heard <laughs> to be believed. Okay. So I don't want to interrupt the clip. Right All on. Right. All right, are you ready? Stevie, are you ready? Uh, here we go. I did a lot of things as Ronaldo Piven, a lot of great things, but nothing has ever brought me the attention as like a moment with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns in the in a WrestleMania scrum or or CM Punk staring me down. So when you're you're in that moment and you got somebody you know you're that's super talented or whatever, and you can make a moment like that, bro, make it. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm with your fucking so- stop. I'm with your <laughs> fucking stop. Hey. I'm with your fucking stop. I like Ding it. A wrestling journalist making moments. Now, bro, it was I it might have been a tie. I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm surprised Stevie knew. Ben's hand may have gone up a, a, a fraction of a second first. However, the fact that I'm very surprised that Stevie may know, uh Ben, if you don't mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to old blue eyes. Well, I think it, you know if his spine was fused, he probably would have beat me to the punch. It's the fact that he's playing this game injured that uh, he is <laughs> a little behind. All right, for the people at home, I'm gonna give it to Stevie. But one more time, soak in uh, the comment. Keep in mind, this is one. I'm, I'll give you a hint. This is one of the premier wrestling journalists uh, in the country. Here we go. I did a lot of things as Ronaldo Piven. A lot of great things, but nothing has ever brought me the attention as like a moment with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns in the in a WrestleMania scrum or or CM Punk staring me down. So when you you're in that moment and you got somebody you know you're that's super talented or whatever and, and you can make a moment like that. Okay, Stevie, for all the marbles, who's making the moment? By the heightened voice and the breaking of the voice, I would say Triple H off the gas. <laughs> wow, wow. Bro, if I had my, my uh, prices right, wrong, Stevie, wrong, but great get. I'm going to give you a round of applause for the guest. <laughs> great guest. All right, now, Ben, as I said, technically, Ben's hand may have gone up a fraction of a second sooner. Uh, we we have a clue though. Uh, we have a clue though. Early on, Ben, let me play that clue for you, just in case you missed it, because you know a tootsie roll is on the line here. Here's a here's the clue early on, Ben. I did a lot of things as Ronaldo Piven. A lot mm. of great things. Ah, Ronaldo Piven. Uh, Ronaldo Piven was a character this mystery guest played. Five dollar yeah, yeah. lift. <laughs> and if you're a fan of debunked indies that only lasted three years, then you would know the immortal character Ronaldo Piven of Chicago independent wrestling fame. But good morning, Wrestle Zone. It's me, Tricky Nick Hausman. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Ben, ben, when's the last time you created a moment in wrestling? Be, be honest with me. Come on. Uh, I was probably this weekend uh, when uh, I had to stand there and have 500 idiot Canadian fans chant, you got man tits at me and hurt my feelings. Oh my it, hurt me, it hurt me real bad. And then the weekend before that, when I got hit in the face with a giant dip in donuts, Boston cream pie donut, and uh, – Lost my title that way. So those were some recent moments. I mean, I'm no Roman Reigns or CM Punk. I'm actually, you know. <laughs> I think uh, Stevie uh, last created a moment when a a virus was eating into his spine. That was I a think, great one. I think that was. I think that was a. A great moment, Stevie. You but they, they they only played that uh, the virus eating into his spine in picture in picture. They cut away yeah, while yeah. it was actually. It, it would have it would have been a much bigger moment. Is as I was writhing on the hospital bed, thinking I'm about to die. If I stared at Nick Hosman during yeah. that, that would make the moment. You should do like, some improv work for brawl, me. I love the name Brawl Out, by the way. Brawl Out is happening, and you basically got what I consider to be 
2023 Montreal screw drop type of work shoot that you can pull off. And all Nick is worried about is the fact Punk glances over at him for probably 10 seconds. Bro, bro it's amazing to me the people that are uh, invited to these scrums. I mean, Ben, you have to know, uh, and I hate it that she's made it onto our show because the fact that she's a female and, you know, I'm going to get pushed back, but it is castrating the marks and, hey, my look, I'm doing this show in the basement. Bro, you know uh, she she works with Sean Sapp, the great, uh, what is it, D- Diane Sausalito. She calls herself Hollywood. Hollywood. You know Hollywood? Uh, I'm aware of her existence. Bro, she actually put, bro, this is one of the, one of the journalists at the scrums, Ben. Yeah. She actually put out a tweet last night that she was practicing her super kick in front of her husband. Well, I mean, uh, somebody's got to take these girls on. They've gone through the whole roster. It's about time these uh, dirt sheet writers got in the ring. They know so much. They're ready to go. They're making moments uh, all the time. So why not bring those moments to the television shows that really don't have many? And uh, it's it's fine. It's about time the dirt sheet writers saved professional wrestling with their in-ring ability, with their great promo skills. I think that somebody needs to save the main event of WrestleMania. And if uh, Dennis Salcedo can't do it, who the fuck can? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm gonna not gonna sit here while these Salcedo, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood might be easier. Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood kick in. Yeah, the I, Hollywood kick. I want to say, like, you guys are being way too critical. I'm not gonna sit here while you guys are so mm-hmm. close-minded mm-hmm. because of what's the one thing that we have not seen ever in the history of wrestling? And Vince is big on first ever's. The other Vince that, and we've that, seen, like, we've yeah, seen yeah. just about everything. We've seen it all. We've seen it all. Have we seen dirt shape writers taking bumps in the ring and wrestling each other? No, we haven't. So how dare both of you? I don't know. There was a guy who used to write a magazine who became champion. <laughs> all right, let's, let's, let's get to, and listen. I, shout out, analysis coming soon. On <laughs> shout out to uh, listen, man. I felt bad. See, here's here's what you people don't understand. <clears throat> we we watch a television show, and when the television show stinks, we tell you it stinks. When the acting stinks, it tells you it's, it stinks. But it's not like we, you know, we 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 just throw on these individuals, maybe a few, but I really felt bad, bro. I hope um, they didn't say much about it, but I saw the footage. I hope Bailey isn't out again for a long period of time. I mean, that's you, you guys know, bro, you, you guys are performers and you know, bro, when you get injured and you're on the sideline and, and, and the, the, you know, the fight to come back and, you know, and, and then you come back and it happens all over again, I mean that sucks, and I I, I saw I, I guess she she hurt a knee at a at a house show, and it didn't look good, and they haven't really said anything. I just hope she's not out again for a long period of time. Yeah, usually with the knee, if, if it is like that, that, that's you can you know seventy eighty percent say yeah it's aft. But Stevie had a great uh, you know you know take her off TV and bring her back as the baby face again with the. Uh, you know, buy three tires, get one free thing in the fucking background. And uh, and then <clears throat> I was thinking even past that, after we ended the conversation on SmackDown Live, you do that, bait them in, get that audience on your side and use it all as a ruse for the heel turn that I fucked over or all of you. And it was to get to this spot to come back and yeah. do something. You maybe, know? maybe it's a blessing in disguise, Ben. Maybe yeah. they will yeah. do something like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. I hope she's not out for too long. Listen, guys, I'm... 
I, I, bro, some something happened with this show. There was a significant change, bro. I don't know where it come from because it's not like them to ever change anything. Bro, who knows? I don't know if it's an influence from um, Endeavor. I, I, I don't know what it is, but there was one thing that was very different in this show that you never see with the WWE, and that is continuity. They actually followed up on several things on this show, which they never, ever do. Uh, which I'm going to call it Ra- 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 Roland Rollins gets attacked in the back. He comes back for revenge in the main event. Live, uh, live, uh, Omen's, uh, uh, partner gets taken out. She comes back in the last match too. There was continuity, bro, which you never see on this show. I mean, Ben and Stevie, I'm talking about a continuity. Like there had to be some kind of a meeting. Somebody had to say something about following through on some of this stuff because I'm going to give that a big check mark. And bro, I'll tell you what I could not believe Ben and Stevie. I could, they never do this, bro. I've been saying for years when you've got a match with, with uh, uh, Bronson Reed and Nakamura and Champa interferes because he has a feud. He, he has an issue with Bronson Reed you can't DQ Nakamura, bro. Nakamura has nothing to do with Bronson Reed inter- interfering in the match. He's, I, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, Bronson, no, Ciampa. He's got nothing to do with it. You can't, he, he's an innocent party. You can't DQ him. The referees got to throw the match out. That's that's the correct call in fake wrestling. So I'm watching this and I'm like, here we go again, bro. Another fa DQ that's ridiculous. But then I could not believe it, Stevie, because they never do this. Nakamura, the baby face, is pissed off at the other baby face for costing him the match. And he laid him out. Stevie, I swear to God, I don't remember the last time they did something like that. Well, they do that, but then they feel like they need to pull the trigger and we need to have the white hat and the black hat, not the shades of gray. And I'm hoping that this is the thing. And they even followed up with a backstage interview with Nakamura. Yes. He's just sick of Ricochet and Trampa. He looks like he has a great point about this stuff. So the interesting part is, in the world of pro wrestling, are you going to have that gray area or do we have two heels and a baby face or a heel and two baby faces. I, I don't know where they're going to go with that. Yeah. But Ben, would you agree that there was a significant change? Cause they never do any of that stuff, bro. I, I absolutely agree with that. And I was the, the test for me was I was at the line last night. Like I'm done with this show. If the Viking Raiders don't win the Viking match, right, exactly. <laughs> I was like, right. we're done here. We're done. Uh, and they won. Uh, yeah. and, and it was a great spectacle and some really great cinematography and the, the beauty shot at the end of that. Um, we needed a couple tune ups, like it should have been a powder before they went into the finish. She just wound up and slapped them. Like we needed something a little bit more there, but 
all in all, what you're talking about and bringing back the closure of the what they're setting up in the beginning, you wouldn't think those run-ins were happening based on how we've been conditioned. And uh, really, uh, Judgment uh, Day is, uh, you know, everybody's kind of really stepping up their performance in every single way there. Uh, so they did it. And I also liked Seth backstage. We're not doing these things in the ring where he hit the music and here they come. Finn comes in and gets semi-serious, even though one guy's wearing a – see-through chainmail blouse i guess turtleneck season uh and you know and and at least we're not in the ring it's pre-produced it's cinematic we get your best take these are big efforts so here's what it leads me to believe <laughs> somebody was in communicado Wait, aren't, you, aren't you gonna call for the gimmick bro uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We definitely had conspiracy theories. Yeah, say that again. He's a uh, there may be a conspiracy theory behind all this great work. Yeah, so here's what it leads me to believe. And here's what it leads me to believe. Go ahead. Either you guys signed a new deal and cut me out as alleged <laughs> consultants. That's the first thing on the, on the list. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, second thing is nobody's picking up the old man's Zoom call. It's just... <laughs> He's waiting there in the room by himself. Where the hell is everybody? Right? And they've they've all they've cut him out of the process. And and somebody else was steering this ship, whether it was Bruce, whether it was uh Triple H, because this attention to detail is not gonna get handed down by NBC without somebody consulting to hold their feet to the fire that way. So it's very interesting that all of a sudden we've got big continuity outside of the ring stuff, the, the things that need to be punched up to make the show actually like not mailed in, they really did it this week. And uh, you got to tip your hat to them when things are, are yeah. on the right track. Now, here's the problem, and <laughs> this is in plenty of the consultants' alleged notes. They did a great job this week. Get ready for the next six weeks, right back to mailing it the fuck in, not really even realizing what they did and how good of a structure and right it was. And doing that same format they'll go right because somebody goes oh that was a good show and i didn't have a hand in it fuck that <laughs> and uh, yeah we're the things didn't feel like they were ripped up at the 11th hour this felt this felt like there was real effort put into it yeah okay uh, now 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 we got conspiracy theory two to oh follow my God. up hold on wait my turn I believe Vince was not in, in a factor at all in this there's no way he could be because how does that change how was there a come to Jesus moment? The conspiracy theory is, was this show in Atlanta again? Yes. The last time they had a show with this much continuity, callbacks, uh, pacing format was when Bruce took over. Remember that Atlanta Raw? And then we got how many months or years of no continuity? None. So they must love Atlanta. Maybe that's what it is. They just run everything out of the center stage. <laughs> Uh, I hear there was a new producer last night. You guys hear this rumor? Yeah, hold on. Bobby Ashley. No, hold on. I did a lot of things as Ronaldo Piven. Ronaldo Piven. Uh, oh, I, well, I hear I mean, Ronaldo Piven was backstage last night. There was a lot of moments last night, so that, that <laughs> checks out. Yeah, yeah, that no. checks out. I'm going to say I think Vince has actually cut us both out, Vince, or Ben. It really is just him. Well, I did it's see that. Him. He thought me and it as distraction, as a conspiracy distraction. Yes, right, yes. right. What's, what's been around the internet all week? Besides uh, that, uh, Mia Yim's 
Korean name. What well, is- <laughs> well, it's been, uh, thankfully, these dirt sheets are coming to help save wrestling, and they're doing that by getting behind Vince Russo. There's been calls that Vince Russo needs to be rehired as the head of creative that way. So even the WWE fanboys who can't wait to get in those scrums and make moments, they are now going, you know what, this is repetitive and we need uh, Vince Russo. So allegedly, I mean, that's what I saw in the dirt sheets. Did you see your name in, in lumped in there with Stevie? Um, I didn't see my name up there. for a gig. <laughs> I listen, let's get, I to applied it. on indeed too, and got to the second step and then ice cold. So that's I mean, funny that you implied to it indeed. And I have no idea what indeed is. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Actually to, it was LinkedIn. That I know what it is. I right, let's, let's now, let's now go to, okay. I, I got to go to the, the, the the annoying things I can't stand on this show. Let me first say this. I thought the first uh, segment with Cody and the, 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 the miscues with Brock and Brock coming out, I thought this was all done very well. I, I had no problem with any of this. Of course, guys, I don't want to beat the dead horse. We all have a problem with with the sto- with, with the Brock Cody story being over at nine eight fifteen for whatever reason, bro. We can never follow up on a Brock Lesnar uh, appearance ever. It's over. Like it, it starts at eight o'clock. It's over at eight fifteen. Bro. Well, I was I was terrified during this because Cody was threatening to be in the ring for three hours. Now I like Cody, but I go, you want to talk about a mailed in show? Cody just sits here for three hours in the middle of the uh, ring. I thought they might go that way with it. And wait bro, for I, he, bro, Cody has made my annoying list. I, I'm really? sorry. There, there are I some mean, things. There are some things that are staples on this show that are now very annoying to me. I, I want to get one thing straight, Stevie. Uh, ben again. You guys have been in the business forever. You are, you are as creative as they come. I'm sorry. You know, uh, fill in the town. What do you want to talk about? Is not a catchphrase to me. <laughs> like, there, well, there, there, this isn't Austin 316 says, I just kicked your ass. This is not if you smell what the rock is cooking. This is, well, uh, what do you want to talk about? Bro, I, 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 I can't stand Cody's promos. I, I, I can't, I, I, I just, I can't stand them, bro. It's always talking over everybody's heads. It's always being over dramatic. It's, it's always coming across like he's better than everybody else. I just can't stand these promos. You, I, I'm, it, it's, it's getting to the point where you've seen one Cody Rhodes promo. You've seen them all. That's just the way I I feel, Ben. Yeah, and we have to go back to the hard times. He goes, and there's only two words that sum it up. Everyone's like, suck it. No, the hard times. Oh, okay, so never mind. Uh, okay, and uh, yeah, and and we're just kind of going back to that, uh, you know, the prodigal son, which isn't a problem. It's just uh, it's so repetitive. When I hear questions and promos, especially opening like that, I, I go back to Chicago Improv where every question can be a statement. So instead of what do you want to talk about? You say, Atlanta, let's talk about blank. Right. Because otherwise you're just saying, Hey crowd, say something back to me that it isn't going to matter anyway. And if it was an improv show, they'd be like, can we get a suggestion? Gynecologist. Thank you. We're going to talk about gynecologist tonight on raw. Uh, You know, like that's how it fucking comes at you every time. So, 
every question can be into a, made into a statement and he would take the power from it because all he's doing is doing a cheap hop and throwing something out there, the, the ball that can't be batted back to him by the crowd. Yeah, so, that's a great point, Ben. That 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 always uh, is just a little thing in how to forward a scene, so because when we ask a question, we say, uh, "Now the onus is on you. You take it, and you better come up with something quick." And the crowd ain't going to come up with anything quick for him. Yeah. So flip it, and you get the same response. Plus, you can drive the scene. Yeah, Stevie, how do you feel about that? Just that uh, it, it's just it's it's already so freaking tired to me. Every time he does that, I think about that scene from Ted Two where they went to improv. And the guy's like, hey, give me a subject. 9-11. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you talking about Ted 2 with the bear? Yeah. yeah. You watch those kind of movies. Oh, the br- God, the brilliant. <laughs> I can't believe the brilliant mind of Stevie Richards watches Ted 2. No yeah, way, bro. Now Richards. we can relate. Stevie Richards, oh, oh, God, I'm doing what Cody does now. Uh, yeah. I, what I do is I actually lay in bed and watch Forensic Files and Dateline with my wife. So, and how people, husband and wife, murder each other. So, <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah, Speaking totally. of which, uh, Ben, do you watch the, uh, the Bear? Yeah, man. And I was really disappointed in it. Why? Did you go through the whole new season already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Tell me why you were disappointed. I'm kind of in the middle of it. Tell me why you were disappointed. So if you come off of Shameless and you, the main character played Lip in Shameless, which was a much more rounded out character, there's a couple episodes like the flashback of the family stuff, and there's really great actors in it. But when I look at it as a producer, I go, okay, roll that Chicago B-roll footage of there's the red line. There's an, there's uh, Orlean Street in Erie. And like, and then they cut to him and then it's like, yes, chef. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Like that's, and then there's no exposition. And then we cut to the, the young black girl who's the owner and she's doubting herself. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Roll the Chicago footage. Like that's all that show really is to me when I stepped back and look and I wasn't yeah. going to get drawn in as good as shameless. I wanted a lot more from that. All or, or, the, the second season does not stand up to the first in my wow. Yeah, well, yeah, very. I mean, the, I, I, I'm, I think I'm at the flashback. I have not watched that the, yet. Yeah. And what about? Did you watch the finish of um, Blacklist? No, I'm, I'm way behind on okay. that. What, what I have been hooked on just in the last couple of days is on YouTube uh, this channel Drumeo, where they take. Um, pretty well-known rock song, something from Tool or Linkin Park or something like that. And they, they're in the studio and they take out the drum track and they have another famous drummer, whether it's a jazz drummer or a pop drummer or somebody like that, and listen to it with no drum track. And they write their little format out and there you see them. And then they play it back and they improvise with a whole new drum track. Oh, wow, and then that's they, cool. And it's really good. I'll send you some. And then, uh, and then afterwards they listen to the original track and they're like, Oh, I missed that. Or I like how they did that. And they're, it's a very cool, uh, studio breakdown. What's the name of it again, bro? Drum EO, drum and then EO. And uh, I gotta, I gotta check that out. I love that. Very, very cool. All right, Stevie, I want to, I want to move next to the uh, riddle, uh, Gunther. Stevie, I always, I've been having Mm. a big, 
problem with with Gunther having, you know, not not being able to finish Sami Zayn with a frog splash. You know, Kevin Owens taking Gunther to the limit. You know, Sami Zayn, you know, taking everything that Gunther has to throw because we've said it on this show, you you're freaking killing Gunther. But I got to tell you, Stevie, when when I see Riddle in there against Gunther, bro, for for I can buy the length of the match because Riddle looks like an athlete to me. You know what I'm saying, bro? He looks like an athlete. He's got the MMA background. You're not going to blow the guy up like he is a blue chip athlete. So I don't mind this match going longer with Gunther going over Matt Riddle. This, he, bro. Put Riddle next to Sami Zayn. Put Riddle next to Kevin Owens. He looks the part, and it's believable to me. So th- this is a match, bro, that I really think got both guys over uh, because, you know, Riddle wrestled a good match. Riddle hung with them, but at the end of the day, the guy you really need to got o- to get over got over. What do you think about this, Stevie? Yeah, I think because maybe where Riddle's at right now with kind of being on – I guess an unofficial probation after rehab and all the other stuff going on. This match is kind of wasted because I'm looking at these two guys wrestle. I'm looking at other stuff with Imperium and other people. And remember we had that idea allegedly way back when about the super heavyweight division. Mm -hmm. I see this as being like just a rougher style, like a strong style division or something. I think if you can, create mini universes on the show of divisions or styles where people like Blake Bischoff did with WCW cruiserweights, big guys, tag teams, personal issues. You can really formulate a good format off of this. And I think Gunther Imperium riddle, uh, Bobby, Bobby Lashley, or I was going to say Ashley Shinsuke Shinsuke can fit right in there. Shoot based type of styles that could really, you could bring back raw underground with these types of styles with these guys. And now we got something from 10 to 11 that the UFC crowd would like. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was a really good match, but I think it's, it's wasted and they're kind of just testing riddle until he can prove, you know, what's the saying with Vince got to eat shit for six months, pal. Yeah. yeah. And we're there. What was your takeaway, Ben? I couldn't agree with Stevie any more than that. It took the words right out of my mouth, group mind-wise, right out of my head, man. Uh, to me, like, absolutely riddle is phenomenal, and and so is Gunther, and I like that uh, real battle in the Intercontinental uh, title picture. I always uh, was more of a fan of that as a kid than I was the upper echelon guys, and they delivered. But to me, I go, if Riddle goes under clean here, which you knew he was going to, uh, not go over, I think, because they, it just, you know, is the pecking order of like, here's where you are now. Don't think because you were with Orton and all that. You came back. Like, I felt like there's a subtle message in there of you're going to eat shit for a while and can you do it with a smile on your face? We know there's money on you, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. uh, there's nothing to really follow up on there. Uh, the only thing was, um, last week we talked about the, the dissension storylines, dissension. There, that really didn't get furthered on the yeah. board. Maybe that's dropped with, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Vivaldi and uh, yeah. Kaiser. Yeah. Man, bro, I got to tell you, the next scene we have, we, we got, uh, bro, is it Rachel or Raquel? Is uh, it Gonzalez or is it uh, yeah. Morales Ra- or whatever Raquel, it is? Raquel Rodriguez? Right. 
uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah, <laughs> bro, we we got we got um, Rhea Ripley stepping to Raquel Rodriguez, and to me, bro, I think they are going to this way too fast. And I'll tell you why, Ben and CB. I did not watch NXT. Now, now, um, uh, Rodriguez is an impressive looking female. She's She's very tall. She's in great shape. I think she looks like a million bucks. But I think what we've got to develop here first is her power. That, you know, she is a powerful athlete. She is head and tails above the rest. This way, if you build that for a few months and then we get the Rhea Ripley angle, this to me is coming across to me like, ah, Rhea Ripley doesn't have an opponent for a SummerSlam and let's get Rackle Rodriguez right in that spot. I think this is something that they are they are really, really rushing where they could really create something out of this angle. But I think, man, they're at a point of just needing to find opponents for uh, Rhea Ripley. What do you think, Stevie? Yeah, if they had uh, taken the blueprint from China and had Raquel beat China and just stand there, arms folded, then she steps up to have that match with Rhea Ripley. Once again, it's a... They just don't have the foundation with with the Riddle, Gunther, that division, other things. They're just throwing these matches together. So the continuity we talked about earlier, we we just hope it continues into the actual angles and matches. They could they could reset this girl because she basically hurt her leg, and then Liv they lost the titles. Then Liv came out as a singles, and they now the team's broken up. That's the way I'm looking at it, right, Ben? A hundred percent. I was like, is she really got something wrong with her knee? Because she was pretty isolated during that match. She her, so she took yeah. care of the knee. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm wondering if she's on the shelf because of that. And they're not pushing it into there to take the titles off of them. After just putting it on, I go, what are we hot shotting these for? But the fact that she was down and out most of the match, I was like, mm, maybe there's, and I didn't see anything on the sheets this morning. Dirt sheets, please come save wrestling. We need you so bad yeah, in the ring. Yeah. Uh, well, Hollywood girl could have jumped in, got the tag, and Hollywood could have come in. She's practicing in front of her, uh, her, her husband. Mm, uh, this guy could have this guy could have jumped the in. Department of Corrections in Cobb. Not no, not disco. <laughs> disco comes in. I think actually, Hollywood actually, and Disco would be a yeah, good tag team yeah, for the women's it would division. Be interesting if Disco jumped in. Okay, he, bro. Here's my here's my number two. Disco sent me some crazy fucking AI video editing stuff in in DMs on Twitter. I don't know if he sent you that. About, no, I didn't see him. No. Oh, it, it was it was some serious conspiracy stuff later. later. Uh, um, here's my second. Okay, bro. Enough. We've had enough. And bro. I'm assuming this is what they're going to do because you, you want to get heat. We got to get heat, bro. Bro, the, the Dom with the microphone. I, I, I'm, I'm First of all, bro, I, I'm going to say this again for the 70,000th time. I understand Dom is young, but Ben, he says something and lowers the mic before the crowd even reacts, mm. which like, bro, Dom, you, you do it every single time. So we know you're going to do it. This is so freaking annoying to me, bro. If we want to get this guy heat, why aren't we doing this? Okay, bro. They give Dominic the microphone. Okay. He's ready to talk. He pauses for a second. 
reaches in his pocket and puts in earplugs <laughs> and then cuts his promo and the crowd's carrying on and on and he ain't hearing a word. That is freaking heat, bro. That is heat. Not the fact that we've done this to death, bro. The WWE has a habit of doing this. Something happens and then we're going to beat the shit out of it. But he says one word before the crowd can even react, but he's doing this. What about a gamer headset where he comes yeah, out and he's got yeah. the thing right here so he doesn't even have the, the Pavlovian thing on Absolutely, the mic? Absolutely, but that's the heat, bro. If you can't hear the booze and you're talking over them and they're trying to scream louder and louder. Yeah. Or the even if you wanted to, you could do a, in, instead of I'm blind, uh, uh, you know, injury angle, he's deaf and he can no longer hear it, but he can really hear <laughs> it the whole funny time. Too. That's funny, too. Mm. Now, Stevie, he, see, this is the difference between – this is where the continuity does not make sense. This is the difference between Vince Russo booking and, you know, 2023 booking. So, Stevie, you got you got Owens and Zayn on the stage, and you got Judgment Day in the ring, okay? So now Damian Priest says, okay, bro, you want a match? You got a match, but, but how about you put up those tag team titles? Now, if I'm booking the show, I mean, are the baby faces two freaking idiots that they're just going to put up the tag team titles? No, they want something in return. If I'm booking this show, the trade-off is, okay, bro, no problem. We'll put up the tag team titles, and you're putting up that case. If me, if, if me or Sammy get the pinfall, we now get the money in the bank case. That's how you do it, bro. The baby face is just saying, oh, yeah, sure, bro. We'll, 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 we'll put our titles on the line because, you know, you, you want us to. That should have been the trade-off, bro, the money in the bank. And, Ben, because this is a house show, the wrong people went over in this match. Yeah. You can't have Judgment Day going out there. We run this place. We run this place. Bro, if you got all the titles, you run the place. If, if You know, if, if they would have won those belts last night, bro, they could have. he could have put the case back on the line. Priest could have got the one, two, three. Then, bro... You could have given the baby faces the rematch at the pay-per-view. The way it stands now, who who are their opponents at the pay-per-view? Whoever uh, is wearing purple and black, I guess, uh, to get pissed off at. Uh, it was a little strange continuity. I like what you said there, putting the stakes of that on the line. I wasn't even thinking of that at the time. So that really would have upped it. I still would have had babies go over there because Liv Morgan circling back to clear the way and do the, you're all clear, kid. You know what I mean? And and distract Dominic. I like how hit the stunner, boom, out of the way. Hello, the kick. It was fast, good timing on that finish right there. So even if they would have put it up on there, let them, you know, win money in the bank. What does that look like for the heels to have to go get that back? I don't know how you reclaim that. Uh, we'd have to come up with a couple different scenarios, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, you, you see what I'm saying, Stevie? What, why are you going to agree to do it without getting something back in return? Yeah, that's a great point. And, actually, it gives uh, more of a purpose or a title or a championship type of feel to the briefcase because then – 
I was thinking that, like, how can you fill in the time if, say, Priest doesn't cash in until the Rumble or WrestleMania or whatever? What if he is defending it as he's trying to cash it in? So whoever has it, so you're not guaranteed I like for that. the whole year. Oh, you have to defend that thing either every week on TV, on pay-per-views. That's a gr- I love that, Stevie. That's yeah. great, man. That here's, is another wrinkle. Here's, an, here's another wrinkle in that, though, Vince, where you'll get people to watch till the end of the show. What if the Owens and Zayn did go over, and then Finn Balor is telling Priest, cash it in, we're a unit, prove your loyalty to the group, cash in on the tag belts. Yeah, and they cash in on the tag belts. That's not bad either. Well, another thing I was thinking of, That's Ben, if, if 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 the heels went over and you had the rematch at SummerSlam, here's he he here's what I was thinking, bro. Say Balor, uh, say Balor beats Rollins, mm-hmm. right, and then um um. Priest cashes in. I'm Finn. Yeah, that's that's money. And then, and then, bro. Later on in the night, you've got them defending the tag titles, and what happens? Baylor comes out and screws them. Now you got the belts back on the baby face. Everything's you you see what I'm where you want it, and you got the guy over. That's a great. That's a great switch over here. Get that going to come back to the retribution in order to get things back to where you need them to be. No, that's. That's brilliant uh, on both ends. I mean, what the fuck am I going to do to punch either of that up? Uh, that's a master class lesson in booking, right there. Anybody? Uh, I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you something to punch up because okay. I was thinking of you, oh. bro. Come on, I, I, bro. Listen, I know Ben. You, you Adam Pierce is your boy. Whatever you and Adam Pierce have a history, <laughs> whatever you did together, I don't give a sh- bro. This backstage scene. Oh, you don't even know, bro. Like, I had to cut one down on SmackDown that was even worse between him and Charlotte. Dude, it was real bad. Bro, this backstage with Ken Rodriguez wrestling. I, I mean, bro, this this is third grade shit, bro. Oh, well, it was, it's a, that's a marked improvement from the kindergarten one on Friday because Charlotte's going to leave, but then she finds out that uh, because she knew Bianca was going to win the title off Oscar, so she doesn't. And then we get a walk-in with the money in the bank with EO, and she's like, well, maybe I should stay now. Everybody walks off the scene and Pierce is still sitting there. Yeah, he goes. <sighs> Cut. So bad, so it's fucking so rugged, man. Like, there, that's a big thing that we could work on. I'm, I'm down with the continuity. How do we button a scene? That's what those writers need to ask themselves. How do we get out with action? How do we have something happen that's a definitive close on that? Or... If we're going to commercial, we got to stay to come back and see what was happening right there. Scene buttons are very important on that. Yes. Yeah. Synergy. Yeah. Synergy wheelhouse. Uh, Stevie, match wise, again, something that I think they did very, very, very well, where we got the match with the green and DeVille against the the champs. And, you know, they, they told the story in the match that the heels worked the leg that they injured and you know they took Rodriguez out and now it was kind of live by itself. I thought they told a really good story in that match, Stevie. I do too. That but this might have been the one thing that proved, or it could be that the girls aren't over, that DJ Jazzy Def has come to Raw because the crowd was super hot for everything, mm-hmm. but they were dead for this entire match, including the finish. That's what I heard. So they should put more into the girls. And these these heel girls as champions, and they even did a backstage interview with Chelsea Green where she was playing that. I want to thank all these 
these, you know, meaningless people at the tanning salon and everything. That was good stuff. Everything just feels like Vince was literally locked in a closet or (laughs) shut off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, Ben, I want to go to you because this is, again, you know, improv acting. And I had a real problem with this. I want to first preference like somebody like Randy Savage. Okay, bro, you know, Randy, when he cut his promos, you know, they were the over the top promos. But when there was real heat involved, he would he would change his delivery. Yeah. It would almost be low like a whisper and then he he'd build up, but he would he would he wouldn't start hot. He'd be talking to you and, and that graspy low voice. Here's the problem I really have with this, Ben, and please help me out with this. So Finn Balor comes in, and now we have a serious Seth Rollins. Well, he turned okay. the chair around. Now it yeah, got turned, serious. Yeah, yeah, turn around. But we have a serious Seth Rollins now face-to-face with Finn Balor. So I'm watching this, and I'm watching Seth Rollins serious, and I'm like, okay, bro, so the rest of it is just a phony act. You know, the the the, fo- the fake laugh you put on, sure. the dancing, the this and that, that's, that's just a character. Like, that is fake because now you're serious and we're not laughing and we're not singing and – I just to to me like that just makes the whole the the whole character look ingenuous. Yeah, disingenuous. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, help me with this, Ben. It's all right. Yeah, no, you have a good point here. Of we create a reality, and there are multiple layers to characters, but there we drop the game of who we are. So now we're showing in their minds are like because they'll believe it's a shoot if we get this right. serious, right? right. But like. Right. It's not like, and if you were going to do that and and make it real to snap Seth out of it, you wouldn't go from hi and then get serious. You would sit down and be like, "Nice shirt, asshole. Listen up. I'm not going to be out there playing games. Whatever you want to do with a sing along, this is why I'm here, and this is the the real shit, Seth. No, you know, all costumes aside, let and and get into it. But you got to preface it where you're breaking out of the game and making it into a real thing you know but i don't think they're doing that they just dropped their character and wasn't like what does the joaquin phoenix joker character look like when he's down and you can see parts of that character that's a very bipolar character yes and we didn't take that part of the character where he's in there being bullied by uh people in the taxi uh, stand right and he's got the pistol where's that part of the Seth Rollins you've, character. You've been saying that for months, bro. Right. So yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there, there needs to be, we can take the high points and we can make the money off it, but the high points will mean more if we show the lows because now we see the complete extremes of what it is. And that was an opportunity to do that, but uh, <laughs> let's just be happy we had continuity <laughs> at yeah, the end of the yeah, fucking yeah. day, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I want to go past the Vikings and uh, things so we can move this along. But yeah, Ben, I, I was the same thing. I'm like, bro, if they beat the Vikings in this match, like yeah, I'm done. Like, yeah, they had great cinematography. The stage picture of the end was just when, and they, I even liked the table spot. Put the jacket on the girl who's definitely not ready to be taking table spots, so she doesn't get any splinters. A little extra yeah. cushion. 
hit the hit that and but at the end when they're up there the uh pump and grumpy should have fucking hit him with the fuji powder instead she just slaps him and then we go into the double team it, it needed that extra bit of uh, odin yeah. magic on it yeah stevie number three this bro i know what they're trying to do but holy mackerel is this effed up first of all annoying thing number three we we covered what do you want to talk about we covered dom lowering the mic before the audience even uh registers number three bro bro the I don't know what Shayna Baszler is after with her eye makeup. It looks freaking ridiculous. It's it's one billion percent ridiculous. Now that you're supposedly the babyface, so what we've got here is we've got Ronda Rousey on her way out. Okay, bro. So they're going to make her the heel. They want people to boo her because she shit on professional wrestling from day one. Okay, bro? She was never one of us. So Rousey goes out there, cuts a 100% shoot promo, which is absolutely phenomenal. And then Shayna Baszler is the baby face in this. Bro, you, you talk about miscasting. I think Shayna Baszler is the last talent on this roster that I would look at and say, oh, she's a baby face. Bro, she's a bully. She's, she'll beat the crap out of you. The, the fact that – here's what I'm getting at, Stevie. The fact that they want to bury Ronda on her way out to let the fans know she never cared about this, guys. Her heart was never in it. She just took a paycheck. But in doing that – Shayna Baszler is going to be the baby face. You could not find a better baby face for Ronda Rousey. Shayna Baszler, Stevie, will never be a baby face. Period. End of story. What do you think of this segment? Yeah, the thing with Shayna as a character and even as a worker, she's treaded water for years. She's been the same. Her emotions, she hasn't like conveyed anything emotionally throughout a match. She has no real psychology outside of MMA psychology, which means just beat people up and, and tap them out. Yeah, they did something with thinking the Seth the Seth segment too. There's still somebody on the creative team that thinks somehow, some way, Seth laughing at at uh, Finn Balor that he put him out for a year is a baby face thing. <laughs> like everything Finn said in that sit down was like, right. I'm like, I want to see Finn Balor fuck him up because yeah. I'd be mad. He yeah. deserves it. Yeah. Same thing with Ronda and Shayna. Ronda, everything Ronda said was true. And why would I like Shayna better when Ronda really did all these things and wrestling so petty? I think even casual fans realize what the creative people are trying to do. And maybe that's why they don't tune in. I, I don't know. But Shayna Baszler, I don't even know. They must instantly think, as they always do, if they have the match at SummerSlam, they're going to put Shayna over. And therefore, Shayna is instantly right. as over as Ronda is. Yeah. And, and that's another thing, Ben, that blows my mind. You know, Ronda Rousey, when she came in, she was a babyface. Why, why do I have to wait three years to see an attractive Ronda Rousey? She looks so freaking attractive, you know, in the street clothes and cutting that promo and looking relaxed. 
But every time you saw her in the ring, the, the, the hair's pulled back and braided and she's got some crazy freaking eye makeup. Could she not just have been the attractive Ronda Rousey, bro? But yeah, what, what, whatever that awesome. Mad Max reboot was, right? Oh. Like that's that's what started all that bullshit. And oh. uh they just yeah. uh Lady Gaga eye makeup shit. Uh what does a win for Shayna Baszler do for over Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam? Not much, right? Uh, what's the value of these girls and why are we even having this program if neither of them can get over as a baby? And what we're saying about Ronda not giving a shit about wrestling, she was an attraction. And, you know, then uh, the rose-colored glasses were smashed and you got to see what the real biz was about. You didn't like it that much. That's the story. So she doesn't like pro wrestling. Why are we pro wrestling? You've got a former UFC women's champion and a former UFC MMA fighter. Your draw is a legit shoot fight between two former girlfriends and not some phony fucking wrestling match that isn't going to do anything for anybody. And when Shayna gets beat by Ronda, don't even work it. That's fine. You got beat by a world champion multi-time. And now we've got a little different sauce of on this of like, this is the real deal. This isn't clothesline, uh, you know, tackle drop down, <laughs> clothesline hip toss. This is choke a bitch out and as fast as you can and get color by smashing her face in. So um, that's anything that happens out of this promo wise back and forth. Gotcha moment. Don't mean shit to me until they go. We're building the cage and two best girlfriends are going to fight for real. I'm with you. Okay, man, let, I, I swear, bro, th- th- this was really weird. Let's go to the Miss TV, you know. Um, so now we, we get Miss, we get Becky, we get um, Trish and uh, Zoe coming out. And now Becky wants Trish in a match. This was bizarre to me. Becky wants Trish in a match, but Trish is going to have her um, stipulations. You know, number one, you got to beat. Chloe, Zoe first. Number two, you got to say thank you, Trish. And number three, bro, how weird is this, Stevie? Number three, after I beat you, you've got to get thank you, Trish, tattooed across your chest. Like, okay, bro. And, and, And Becky agrees to it. But it's like, okay, bro, like that's never going to happen. So you just told me the finish of the match. Like, seriously, bro, Trish is going to beat Becky and Becky's going to get thank you, Trish, tattooed across her chest. Like, this was so totally bizarre. And, Ben, I would love to know what happened with Lita. I don't know, bro, if it's a money thing or what it is. Bro, remember that Trish turned on Lita and we haven't seen Lita since. This was the Lita spot. When the two heels were getting heat on Becky, this was the lead of spot. If we didn't see her here, I don't think we're ever going to see her now. But this was all very kabuki-ish to me, bro. One of the, There's a stipulation that you know is never going to happen. Therefore, you already told us the outcome of the match, Ben. And you're wearing pajamas? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, hey, brought your best pajamas to be on Raw. Hey, your jam jams. And she seemed tired because 
her diction went right out the window. It was like some old school hardcore Scottish. Like, you don't talk to me, baby, me child. I put them in your mouth and I, I knock your teeth out. Like, what did you say there, Grumbles? And then <laughs> catch breath and catch breath and, and you know, everything that's going on with uh, done. Yeah, fight just always start done. I'll right. tattoo me titties done. Uh, yeah, just like what this scene was very strange. And to have them on both sides, pull the mask off. Then, hey, I can't wait to put your sweaty mask on. You've been wearing for four weeks. Headbutt. Like that's going to do something. To, oh, God. The, the headbutt of the, the, the mask from the doctor, the devastating maneuver that no one could ever recover from. So it, all this was the, probably the low point of the show and a, and a big jumble of words and emotions that weren't mm, clearly defined. Yeah. Stevie? Another example. Why am I why am I supposed to believe Becky's the baby face? First, if I remember Trish, Becky did not accomplish so much more than Trish Stratus. These promos are making these heels, these new age heel or baby faces, look like heels. You're you're not stating facts. You're lying. You're lying. That's, that's what, what a heel you, does. Yeah, that's what a heel does. But even a heel has a hint of truth. In their promo, a baby face has no lie whatsoever. So we could have another compartmentalized show of this could be Vince's segment of our Zoom that they gave the old man, and then everybody else gets the real show. Yeah. One thing with continuity that we we went right past, though, the um, uh, Bronson-Reed-Miz connection. Like that, that, that was, we went right. Past yeah, just take a look at them. They look like they hang out together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're always, they're always uh, yeah, we, we can go over. We could just go past Nakamura and Reed. We spoke about that. I, I was happy that Nakamura got a promo because at least they're going to do something with I'm them. Not as happy as Ben. Yeah, I was pumped. <laughs> yeah, so say it go. again. Say it again, but more angry Asian. Yeah. 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 So Stay let's go to um, let's go to the main event where I felt the heels should have gone over for exactly what I laid out, because now I, I don't know who Zammy, Sammy and Kevin Owens are facing at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. If they would have lost the titles, it, it could have been a rematch, and then we could have, you know, did the whole Baylor thing. But what do you guys think about this uh, this house show match in general for the end of the show? I, I tapped out. I was like, I'm, I'm piecing out 20 minutes early. I'll catch the finish, uh, watch the last three minutes. Cause there's nothing to really, you, you know, who's going over. They already did one title change on the show with the girls. There's no way that you're going to do two tag title changes in one night. So now here's 15 minutes until we get to whatever the tricky finish is, right? Uh, uh, tricky prov is what some improvisers call it. There's a lot of little moves you can make of like mix this in, make the run in, do this part and ta-da. It looks like we wrapped it all up in a nice package, doesn't it? And, and it works, but that's just using technique as opposed to, uh, you know, I'm no moment maker. I haven't been in a scrum with Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. So I'm staring at you, though. I'm staring at you. Okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> who, do, who do you do improv with? Who um, do you do it? Vince Russo and Ben Hummy. Oh, well, who the fuck <laughs> they ever meet? So... Yeah, the whole thing with the match, though, is there was an incredible amount of effort. And this is where I'm going to talk once again about wasted effort. These main events of 20, 25, 30-plus minutes every single week with a period at the end and not the moment of, like, the cash-in at the end or trying to cash-in even for the tag belts, get cut off, something with some kind of cliffhanger. It was just a match. It was a finish. The crowd was hot. They were buying 
every false finish, but they're only a small piece. The, the million or two million watching at home need to tell people during a week, you missed it, man. You got to watch till the end. This thing was was just crazy at the end of the show. Yeah. House show, man. It's just a, you know, it's just a house show, a business and everybody home happy. Mom's money in the bank shared account. What's that mean, Ben? Explain <sighs> Oh, you didn't know this? No, you didn't know that. Well, we we just did a bit on this. So this, these are high-level bits. Uh, <laughs> uh, I made the reference drawing Nick Hausman into the scrum. I did the uh, CM Punk reference of who do you improvise with. Stevie answered back us to bury it. Then I did a covert joke about mom's money in the bank shared account because Punk buries Colt Cabana for having a bank account that he shares with his mom. So if you're going bank and we're talking money in the bank at the same time, I figured I'd mix the two together. Wow, that's that deep. Him. That's some. Uh, that's some deep. Stuff. And he got it right away. He got it as soon as he saw it. I saw his eyes light on. Yeah, I do, what, I do want to read a Vince McMahon uh, story that you guys will appreciate really, real quick. Right, real quick. Uh, there's a wrestler named Carl Ouellette who lost an eye in a pellet gun accident as a child. He went. He once went to Vince McMahon to pitch acknowledging his disability for his character, wanting to serve as a role model for disabled kids or some people. He was made a pirate. (laughs) (laughs) But they they missed out on that, though, because I don't mind him being a pirate, but his whole thing should have been he's going to get that goddamn bird. And all we have is a bird with an eyeball in it. And his whole thing is chasing it across the <laughs> yes. fucking world. Very nice. And the bird nice. gets there before the ring truck does. Uh, you know, Ben, I got to tell you something uh, about, cause I'm, I'm about to go into horseshoe genetics, bro. You were right, bro. Remember the seeds did not come up. Yeah. Right. So bro, in the same soil, we planted like a tomato plant and a pepper plant. Yeah. And they're coming up like crazy. So it definitely was the soil. Okay. One one thousand percent, bro. It had to be that something yeah, was I in like, that soil that I like work. Mother Earth soil. I'll send you a link to yeah. it. Roots roots organic, but yeah. I, I gotta go over to the store today. So I'll grab you some more seeds to send yeah. out. Right but I away. think it's sure. important that people know that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Bro, they can be temperamental. That. It's a weed, it'll grow anywhere. My my lemon skunks are weird. Now I think I got them root locked because I put four plants in one thing and it's just not enough space for them. So sometimes it goes awry, but uh, you know, most of the times it doesn't, unless you're doing things out of the silly way uh but you can get that in the best nutrients i gotta grab some cow mag solution and another bottle of worm juice today because my plants are loving it uh so we'll be over there what did you just say about the lock gimmick uh the lock gimmick root locked root root locked root bound root locked then maybe that's what i did because you sent me you sent me three seeds in a in 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 a packet yeah yeah so when I put the little hole in the uh, in the dirt, I put all three seeds in one oh, hole. No, you got to do it. You got to do individual. Oh, that's, that's what it probably was then, <laughs> yeah. bro. So each, each seed should have been. And now I've got a big plant with that exact same problem. They would have come up through, but they were probably intertwined, and, and then there wasn't enough nutrients for them. So. Oh. That's what I probably did wrong. The next one, I might just wa- do a video and walk you through it because really all you need is a five gallon Lowe's bucket with holes drilled in the bottom for drainage. And you fill that with uh, your 
uh, Mother Earth soil. And after you get your seeds sprouted, you just poke down an inch, put it in there, cover it, and it should come up That's through what and sprout. I, did, I put them all in the one gimmick. All right, but so what's going? What's so the good. latest with horseshoe genetics, bro? Yeah, I'm going to meet my uh, my partners there today, so uh, definitely update on everything that's going on. Trying to get uh, into Ace Hardware. Uh, f- oh wow. Uh, farm and family or whatever it is runnings another store so working on uh sales packages for that and getting everything done chat gpt helping out but uh just i'm kind of in the present right now usually i like to be two weeks ahead so but all my local clients so i got a lot of social media work to do uh i got a train at uwe tonight uh, with my students and uh yeah, just a constant grind. And then on August 12th, I know some Russo brand members have already bought tickets and are going to travel from Jersey and Connecticut. Uh, but in Utica, New York, uh, Immortal, we're going to have our first uh, iPay-per-view there on uh, oh, pre- nice. premium premiere uh, TV streaming. I'm not sure if that's Freddie Prince's Jr.'s gimmick or not, but uh, I have more information about that. But I'll be defending the tag titles there as well. So. That's what uh, that's what else. <laughs> Up, uh, is on it's, it's on that channel right? is it that so cool man that's where we're we're yeah. gonna be in that we've got teddy long enzo cheeseburger jora joel uh and and plenty more surprises uh coming down the pipe so uh great show august 12th if you are a hameen uh media or russo brand member and you want to come hang with other soldiers that'd be the show to do it at to uh you know have a nice end of the summer maybe very nice. Very nice. Uh, Mindy's is still, I know I got that one. Mindy's is the bakery. I know that one, Stevie. Stevie, what's going on in uh, your world, bro? Those reviews are still amazing to read on Yelp. If you have a chance to read them, they're, they're pretty amazing. And, and they took advantage, if not the actual company, in uh, promoting the angle. But uh, I'm here to promote the uh, wrestling analysis channel as well as the patreon.com forward slash Stevie Richards. I actually just put one up on YouTube talking about edge of spear with grayson waller and how it was different almost in midair driving him down instead of the running spear and the way edge set that up to where we thought just like this this uh continuity thing we thought that the match would extend and have another set of heat or something but they had the sudden finish right after that so i put that up on youtube and then um even la knight reached out to me uh through social media about the thing i did about his Oh, cool. uh, set and everything. So it was pretty cool. I mean, still, there are a few here and there. You, you wouldn't believe this. I know we're in a big uh, new age of dirt sheet performers and oh, wrestlers and everything. But I've been accused of actually using the content to leech off the back of active wrestlers <laughs> and to make money. <laughs> Oh my God. What do I know? Oh, oh my God. Guilty as charged. 1997. Oh no, death penalty. I have to, but, but in all seriousness, like that's a very, very small percentage. A lot of people really appreciate the, the way it's done. And it's given me a newfound appreciation because I get to watch what I like. I get to watch yeah. what I want. And it's a whole different thing. Besides, I enjoy doing the show with you guys. There you go. I enjoy doing the show with you guys, but the product, like even with a good show, and this is where I'll, I'll wrap it up, even with a good show like this one with continuity, you just hold your breath to say, oh, my God, we're in for a hell of a, a shitty ride for the next six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, bad, bad TV. But the, yeah. you know, check it out, YouTube channel, as well as the fitness and also Patreon. Well, guys, we're going to hop over to Master Shoot Theater. Now, young writer, what's going on with Vince? We're going to look at this AI thing uh, that uh, Ben's talking about. What's going on with uh, Vince? 
Vince is trying to figure out a way to immortalize himself via AI. So he's going to figure out a way that AI Vince can can continue to book the shows. Did somebody have to? Did Deuce have to explain to him that AI wasn't Antonio Inoki? No, he doesn't know who Antonio Inoki is. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. All right, guys, we're going to visit that at Mass Issue Theater, man. Guys, hop over there, patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Remember Ben and Stevie SmackDown review. And listen, I'm going to leave with these words of wisdom. I did a lot of things as Ronaldo Piven, a lot of great things, but nothing has ever brought me the attention as like a moment with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns in the, in a WrestleMania scrum. Or, or CM Punk staring me down. So when you're, you're in that moment and you got somebody, you know, you're that's super talented or whatever, and, and you can make a moment like that. Ben, enough Don't said. be a stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we will see you at Massachusetts Theater.